Okay, we are in Sefer Hoshea, Perek Hay, Pasuk Aleph, Shimu Zos HaKohanim, Hakshivu Beis Yisrael. So we saw <clears throat> in Perek Dala that the Navi focuses his prophetic ire on the Malchus Yisrael the northern kingdom that had seceded under Yeruvam, the ten Shratim that, of course, face and endure uh, extinction. And the problem is they never had a chance, these ten tribes. They were, like we said yesterday, almost a doomed society. Their kings, starting with Yeruvam ben Nevat, were terrible and it continued throughout their entire existence. But moreover, as the Navi pointed out, their leadership structure were corrupt, were just incompetent, and were the problem more than the solution, specifically the Kohanim. The Kohanim are charged with teaching, with being the moral leaders. They did neither. They were evil and corrupt themselves and really led the nation. Um, in addition, the leadership, the false prophets, everything is stacked against this Malchus space Israel. We also saw that the Navi seemed to give a, a pass to Yehuda, the neighbors to the south, Binyamin and Yehuda, that they were to be spared the imminent destruction of Malchus Israel. But today we're going to see that it's not really a free pass, it's a delay, that they are going to take on the characteristics, and it's just a question of time before they too are punished and go into exile. Okay. So, um, let's begin with Shimu. Zos HaKohanim, listen you Kohanim, Be'ekshivu Beis Yisrael, Beis HaMelech, in other words, listen the Kohanim, the Beis Yisrael, Beis HaMelech, the house of the king, Hazinu Kilochem HaMishpat, because now comes, you are going to face judgment, Ki Pachayisem LeMitzpah Bereshes Kusha Al Tavor, Tavor, and mitzvah are very high points in B'nai Yisrael, and that is where we saw Yeruvim ben Nevat. One of his first moves was a realization, not incorrect, that if they were allowed to be this free traversal of B'nai Yisrael going into Yehuda and to the Beis Hamikdash uh, during the Regalim, it would kindle a sort of national longing and nostalgia for the good old days, as it were, and so he blocked it. He blocked it by at first putting up golden calves of his own that they were to worship in um, Dun and in Beit El, that's further in the north, and they were distracted by that, and they apparently took to it eagerly. Those that tried to go or wanted to go were ultimately blocked by checkpoints, and that's what the Navi says that what you did, nets were thrown over to trap you on the Mount of Mitzvah, and snares, Prusha al-Tavor, on the mountain of Tavor. Um, 
continues the Navi, Vishokta Shatin Hemiku, the Ani Musalakula. That you had a change by presenting offerings in the Mikdash uh, and by preventing B'nai Yisrael from getting to Yerushalayim, they deepen their sins. Amku Eschato Sehem. Because despite the restraints, uh, the people followed this willingly. In other words, yeah, there were restraints, there were blockage, there were uh, Isurim, but they seem to have just fallen to it naturally, the Avodah Zorah. Vanimu Sarla Kulam. what here he means, say the Mepharshim, I chastised all of them. You can't say, I didn't warn them, I didn't give them tochacha, animu sarla They all had a fair warning. Ani odati Ephraim v'Yisrael no nechachad mimeni. Ephraim, which is a synonym for uh, the ten tribes because Yeruvah ben Nevat was an uh, Ephraimite. So I know Ephraim. They didn't fool me. Lo nechachad mimeni. They didn't hide from me. Ki his nase Ephraim nidma Yisrael. They didn't fool me for a second because, as we said, on the 13th of Av, not the 15th, you know, Shabbat but on the 13th of Av, those guard stations eventually were taken down. So no longer did they have the excuse, the children of Israel, the 10 tribes, that, oh, they can't go, they're forced, they're under penalty of death. Not true. And they still didn't go. So, lo nechachad they didn't fool me, and they are continuing this, nus nitma Yisrael. They have defiled B'nai Yisrael. Lo yitnu ma'alehem lo shuv el-alohechem, ki ruachs nunim b'kirbam v'at Hashem lo yodo. And so, even they, they didn't allow their um, abandoning they didn't allow their deeds to be abandoned to do tshuva. Lo yitnu malaleihem lo shuva. They didn't allow el aloheihem. Ki ruach znunim b'kirba. There was a ruach of znus, of abomination. Ves Hashem lo yodu. And they made no effort to seek out Hashem and do any tshuva. The Rambam, by the way, says there are five things that prevent tshuva. And one of them is sonei tochacha. They hate rebuke. And we've said this time and again. Not only would they not listen to their Kohanim or their alleged moral leaders or to the prophets, they didn't want to hear. They forced them out. They held them in contempt. And that always would block tshuva. Continues the Navi that the Ogogon Yisrael, their pride, their haughtiness, in, in the face of all this, the fun of Israel, Ephraim, he leads them to stumble in their sins. And now we see we're coming to give attention to Yehuda. Yehuda too stumbles with them. Bitsonam Hashem. 
talking about Yehuda now, there was a brief glorious period of tshuva we learned with Yoshiyahu, the king. He established a Baal movement. He saw that Torah was taught in every inch of the land. He rooted out the idols and still it was not a long-term thing. It was a very short-lived Balchuva movement. And so that's what he says. But they had the opportunity to bring their cattle, their sheep, to seek Korbanos. However, now says the Kaddish Baruch they will not find me. Uh, as, as the Radak says, uh, I have removed myself to them. The Gezerah is done. In other words, Kaddish Baruch says, yes, they're going to come looking for me, Korbanos, too little, too late. So, continues the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Um, the Hashem Bagdu ki banim zarim yaladu. They were treacherous against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. They gave birth with their relations to non-Jewish women, to mamzerim. Yochlu chodesh eschel kehem. The month will devour their um, nachla, their, their portion in the land. What is the month? Rashi says it's Tishabav, that uh, the Chodesh of is going to lead to their destruction. Radak says it's both uh, Tishrei and of, but it'll be months of reckoning and they will in fact <coughs> be destroyed. Continues the Navi, kick the shoulder or give up, sound the shofar. The shofar was a warning that the enemy is coming. Chatzotra, the trumpets, the Rama, at the heights, Hariu, base oven, acharecha bin yamin. That base oven is Beit El, it is coming to get you as well, bin yamin. Bin yamin being in the tribe of Yehuda. In other words, your time has come. Ephraim l'shmatiyeh b'yom tochecha b'shifti Yisrael hodati nemana. Ephraim will be for runes. Ephraim, again, we're going back, we're switching back between Yehuda and Yisrael. They will be baruns on the day of destruction. B'shifti Yisrael hodati nemana. To the uh, people of Israel, I have shown the truth. What is the truth? The Medrash tells us that the people of Israel said to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, is it fair that you are picking, as it were, on the Shevet Yisrael, the ten tribes, while Yehuda is totally exempt? Says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, they are going to see that I am faithful as well, because Yehuda too, it was just a question of time. It was just a question. So they accumulated the sins. And so they are going to be punished. And you cannot challenge anymore that I showed favoritism. Moreover, the Mephoshim say, there's still a score to settle with Binyamin on that story we learned of the Pelevesh Begiva, the concubine, the without going into all the details, they 
they caused by their actions a civil war that lasts for years and divides the nation and almost ends in Benjamin's extinction, but they are now going to pay for it uh, with their absolute punishment that they brings them equivalent to what Yisrael got. And so continues the Navi. Are you sorry, Yehuda Yehuda will like those who appropriate land. Literally, it doesn't mean they're taking over territory <coughs> of um, Yisrael. I will pour my wrath. What they are doing is by following the sins, by committing their own Averos, by doing their own Avodah Zorah, they are like encroaching on the behavior of B'nai Yisrael. So they like Masigei and I will pour my wrath. Ashuk Ephraim, now we switch back to Ephraim. Ashuk Ephraim, Ratzutz Mishpat, Kiyolil Ahalech, so I will see that Ephraim uh, gets its absolute punishment. I am going to be like a moth drawn to Ephraim that consumes it from the outside. The Rachav, Rachav is rot, Leves Yehuda. That is from the inside. In other words, I will destroy them both both Ephraim and Yehuda. Vayar Ephraim Beschayov, Yehuda Moro, they're going to see that they are afflicted, both Ephraim and Yehuda. Vayelech Ephraim El Ashur, Vayishlach El Melech Yoro, Vahu Lo Yochaler Polochem, Lo Yigbamikem Mozor. So they see they're sick, they see they're afflicted. Instead of turning to the Kaddish Baruch, we saw this. They run scurrying to um, Ashur, Assyria, and Egypt. Enemies of B'nai Israel begging them, sign a mutual defense pact, come to our aid, we'll, we'll fight this together. And of course, they're left out there by themselves. They put their faith in the wrong remedy, and that, of course, leads to destruction. I am like <clears throat> a lion to Ephraim, and Kfir is a more fierce kind of lion to Vesh Yehuda. Ani, Ani, a trope, I will tear them apart. And I will punish them, and there is no one who will save them. Now, a very strange concept. I am going back to my place. As Radak says, I am withdrawing my Shina from them. I am going back to the skies. That's where I dwell. I will hide my face from them. They will not see me. The Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I'm out. They have gone so far over the line. Ashuv el makomi. So they have gone to their followers or to their leaders who have led them in this wrong way. I am out of here.
So therefore, we see it then the Kodesh Baruch Hu enters into a Hester upon him that B'nai Israel will feel the consequences and we will continue with this terrible sentence on both Yehuda and um, B'nai Israel, the ten tribes, tomorrow I'd come.